Hi. Hello. I'm Julian. I'm Gumshoe Tom. This is a mini episode before the finale of season two of The After Party. Tom and I wanted to take some time because there are a lot of hidden clues and with Tom's spoiler corner that we'd like to discuss and go through before we go into finale because obviously mm-hmm. once we hit the finale, all of the mystery will be revealed and there will be nothing else to discuss. <laughs> so we wanted to talk through what came out of episode nine, which was Isabel's episode and all of the research that Tom and the Redditorians, I believe that's what you call <laughs> people of Reddit, mm-hmm. uh, did. And then our final predictions and then whatever money wagers you guys want to put down, you can find it on FanDuel. Um, just use the code <laughs> Team Binge. And sorry, I've been listening to a lot of sports podcasts. And you can't give that ad because then you got to read like a three-minute thing about every single state and what their laws are. Uh, if you're betting in Indiana, go to The Lord <laughs> Forgives You at... <laughs> All right. Sorry, we digressed so soon. But Tom, I'm going to turn this over to you because you're the guy that's been sleuthing and gumshoeing and detectoristing. Uh, Wait, the detectorists? The Decemberists. One of them was a band. Who knows? I generally detect in December, so yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Guy (laughs) hates Christmas. Anyways, Tom, talk to us about what we missed from episode nine, and then we can go through the other stuff. Yeah, so we'll kind of do, we'll jump into my spoiler corner because we do have the elimination and flower clues from Isabel's episode. We had kind of talked about this at the end of our last one. We feel like we have the extra information in terms of, you know, the clues we're getting from the spoiler section. So we didn't want to throw our final predictions in our last pod because we felt like we want to be able to kind of throw all the cards on the table. So this is kind of where we're at. So if you haven't listened to any of the uh, spoiler stuff. I'm (laughs) folding. You're folding. You might want to fold out now. Uh, otherwise, you can just join us back for the for the finale. So, jumping into Isabel's clues. So, the elimination. Uh, the first one we get here is from the Scrabble board. Uh, I think we had called this out. We kind of knew the Scrabble board was something. Yep. If you look at the board, all of the letters that correspond to two different words. So, if they kind of connect and create another one by an intersection, if you put all those together, it spells out not without planning. And I feel like that is a very big clue there because we've gotten some references of certain characters, like maybe they accidentally killed uh, uh, Edgar or Mm. it was a a mistake or something. But this tells us the person who did this and did the murder, it's premeditated and they did this all on purpose. You could maybe say that like, okay, if Ulysses did it from that episode where he kind of changed the glass you know, maybe he did plan it, but he just didn't plan to kill Edgar. But I think these not the clues are kind of giving us specific to Edgar's death. So I felt like that was a very big clue before the finale. Ooh, all right. I'm going to have to do some tap dancing and some uh, <laughs> skit scatting and some jazz, some improvising, as we like to call it. Because if not without planning is an elimination clue, then that certainly drags down uh my uh prediction so i still think you can work around it you can work around it okay um so again i'll very quickly go through the other ones we got not the snorer which was aunt ruth not the skater which was kyler not by suicides edgar didn't do it himself not colonel so it wasn't the dog not by camel's milk so that wasn't the motive of poison not by a team 
not by not the DJ and not the spitter, spitter being unique. I do want to ask you here real quick before we get into the flower clue. When we say not by camel's milk, so okay, we know that isn't like the way he was poisoned. Do you still feel like the devil's trumpet is the means of poison and that is what killed him? Or do you think that is like a red herring and there was some other means of poisoning or how he did die? Like, did he get smothered? Did he did he drown? Did like, was there something else? I don't know. We ha- we don't have a coroner's report. We don't. We literally don't have anything. Like, what clued us into poison? Is uh, it was Anik, right? I think right. he was the one that made mention of it when he saw both Roxana and and right. him kind of dead. Yeah, right. So I don't. Until we have a medical examiner come in there, <laughs> I not by camel's milk. I feel like lets us know. I don't feel like that rules out. Uh, Funkel or Ulysses. I don't either. Yeah. But not without planning kind of rules out Funkel. So um, I can't I can't tell you the mode of what he dies because we haven't had a professional tell us how he died. I mean, mm-hmm. this may have been some sort of weird, uh, might I say, adult uh, act between <laughs> two people that just went wrong, which is it's true. How, to happen. how my grandpappy went. So, you know, it is it is what it is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't okay. Know. But I, I feel like just giving us that clue in the elimination stuff, because generally they've been, like, not a specific person. So to say not a mode of poison, I feel like that just makes you more suspicious of the devil's trumpet and that being so heavy-handed about this is how he died, because we really, we really don't know. So we'll see what uh, comes of that here in the finale. It would be weird if they flipped his body and they're like, "Oh, there's four bullet holes." You know, that <laughs> yeah. would be that would be cheating on the on the show's part. <laughs> I'm just gonna go on the limb and say that. Well, Travis and Zoe at one point did like wrestle with him and have him flip around on the bed a little bit, which was very comical. I so. don't think wrestle with him is the right <laughs> term, Tom. I don't think you can wrestle with a dead body because wrestle implies tried? it's fighting you back. Uh, listen, have I pinned a dead body or two? Yes, I'm undefeated. Julian against dead bodies, <laughs> undefeated. No one pins them faster. <laughs> uh, so let's jump over to the flower clue. And this is from the spices. Again, we kind of had clocked this and it was pretty easy to clock, but... This one, it wasn't too bad, but it was a difficult one to get to because there were so many spices on that table. Um, but if you, there's kind of two distinct rows of, of these spices. And if you match up like the letters of each of the two matching ones in that row, there's only one letter per those two spices that align. So like the very first two are basil and ground clove. So the only two letters in both of those words is L. So L being the first letter. And if you kind of go down the list, it's L-I-L-A-C. So lilac. And then put that in the website. You say, where did you find it? You say spices. And that'll open up the puzzle. Now, this puzzle is very interesting because this is not like everybody else's puzzle. This is not Isabel's puzzle. This one is called Everyone's Meta Puzzle uh, called In the End. So this is this is nothing too crazy. There's like just a quick thing that's listed on there. And it ultimately is just kind of a crossword. And the crossword tells you specifically to use all the clues that you've received from all the other puzzles. So this is kind of our time to be able to put all of the flower puzzles we've done thus far. And it says once you get the final answer, um, it's going to help you answer the following question. 
How might one live after receiving a bunch of flowers at a wedding? So if you solve this puzzle, the answer is happily ever after. Now, <laughs> what does that mean? You might ask, Julian. You want to ask me that question? Happily ever after. So not yes. happily ever after. We have a misspelled or a purposely different word, aster. Aster. Mm. Aster. Happily ever aster. Tom? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, neither do I, man. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> because this is like... <laughs> No, I've got, I mean, this, this is obviously very fresh because Elizabeth's episode or not Elizabeth, excuse me, uh, Isabel's episode just kind of dropped here. So there's a lot of theories and stuff on Reddit. I don't think anything is really perfect. Aster is kind of a group, I think, of flowers. Like if you search Aster, it apparently is part of like the daisy subset or subflora, whatever. I don't know. Um, and daisy is a flower that was used as one of the flower clues. And it came from Sebastian's episode. So is that supposed to be pointing us to Sebastian? I don't know. Uh, it's just, again, it's odd that they this last puzzle allowed us to use all these things. So the hoverboard, the... New England, unscramble, like all these things that we had gotten from previous ones. It does also take into account the concept of us getting the animals from this. Because in the puzzle, what you kind of do is like you put these crosswords together by using all of these answers we've had. And you omit the animal from each of the crosswords. So like when you're putting in hoverboard into the crossword, you do H-O-V-E-R, you leave out boar, and you put the D. So the argument could be made that is why you had to kind of understand and know that these are gendered animals and to know to bake these out. But people are still theory crafting that maybe there is more to these animals um, with matching them up to characters. I'm, I'm not sure, man. It's just, it's wild. It's crazy. You can go down a thousand different rabbit holes. And if you want to go on Reddit, and I'm sure there's, we'll be plenty more by the time we release this, this episode. I mean, I'm just looking at it for the first time, but inside of Happily Ever Aster, there's not an animal in there. Is there, or am I No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I not, not that I've seen um, through Reddit, for sure. The old raster. Well, when the sun comes up every morning, the neighbor's raster uh, crows. So <laughs> maybe uh, So the female version of a raster would be a... Chicon. So maybe that's what it is. I don't. Okay. Interesting. It's kind of like overwhelmingly underwhelming. Like by doing <laughs> all of these yes, puzzles. Dumb. Yes. You put your finger <laughs> out. Good work. There's like work. so much work was done by people to solve all these. And this is kind of what we get. And again, maybe we get the finale. We get the murderer. We get maybe one more flower clue in the final episode that kind of helps tie this together and make sense of it. I, I don't. I don't know. But either way, regardless of this isn't like uh, telling us exactly who the killer is by the last episode, I'm kind of glad it isn't because it wouldn't be fun if we knew exactly who it was. Uh, but yeah, there you have it, man. So okay, I mean, a quick Google: aster is a flower. So okay, it's a daisy-like flower. It's perennial. It's purple. So I don't know. Could we go back to the colors? Do the 
Yeah, Fang Don't, was purple. Fang was purple. Aster's mm-hmm. purple. Is that is that what we're is that what we're getting to? I don't know. Well, the other thing to note too is like so many of these uh, suspects have like a love in their story, right? We have Hannah and Grace. We have Fang, Uncle, and Vivian. If the clue here is like saying like the killer is going to live happily ever after, like maybe this is pointing to a relationship and that they're going to live happy. I, I don't. I don't know. Like maybe it's Hannah because Hannah could live happily ever after with Grace if uh, he's gone and, and Edgar's out of the picture. Like there's there's a thousand different ways to take it, and I don't really know which way which uh, string to tug. Okay. Okay. All right, so those are all of the puzzles. So are we going into what our final guesses are? Yeah, let's do it. So I've got, and again, from the help of some folks on Reddit, and it's it's kind of fun, and I felt like I lost myself for a while just going through all the different people's uh, threads because of the amount of clues and screenshots and everything that people are putting on there. So I want to kind of throw out both Hannah and Sebastian as my kind of top two, and I'll throw out a couple reasons as to why. Okay. Um, I think from Hannah's perspective, she, from her mind movie, she was the only one to depict Edgar as just like an oddball and not a ruthless businessman. Because like both Sebastian and Isabel kind of made him seem just like a ruthless jerk. Right. So if that's really the kind of persona and the person that Edgar is, did Hannah try to soften it up and just make him seem like more of just a, a goofball and not somebody that is kind of a bit more ruthless here? Um, she was also the only one to hear what happened in the vow box, which I also find interesting. And my thought being there is maybe she, Grace confronted um, Edgar in this moment and said, like, listen, I can't marry you. We already kind of know Edgar wanted to marry because, you know, he needed to marry. That's what Silicon Valley told him he needed to do. He needs to not be the most eligible bachelor. Maybe Grace was trying to pull out of it and... Edgar said something to her that says, like, hey, you need to do this or threatened her in some way. And Hannah would have been the only one close enough as the officiant of the wedding to kind of hear this. And maybe that kind of triggered something in her to then poison and and kill Edgar. I I feel like there's also enough clues maybe that she was the one medicating Isabel. I mean, Isabel certainly thinks it's Edgar. We, we do know that Edgar's body, when it was found, I think Zoe pulls out that prescription of the Adderall. So I do think there's somebody in that house that tried to plant that prescription on Edgar to make it seem like it was him. And I feel like the most kind of specific suspects that would have access to that and would know about the Adderall would be both Hannah and Sebastian. So those are kind of like some of my like lingering clues. Again, we've got a lot of stuff about the pool that Hannah's involved in. Like she was born in chemicals. We have those signs about no swimming there. We know Edgar and Roxana were both in the pool at one point. I'm wondering if there's going to be something more to that, but Hannah is connected connected there as well. So, okay. Those are the connections. You're talking about connections, which I appreciate. Tom, every detective, every case, in order to get that warrant, we need motive. So what is Hannah's motive? Where I feel like you... her motive is the most clear with just her love of Grace and certainly Grace's love of her. Like they seem to be the ones in the real relationship and she needs Edgar out of the picture. Okay. So why murder as opposed to just talking to Grace or talking to Edgar about her love? Why does 
why does it need to be murder instead of a conversation? And that's why maybe maybe something was said by the like the vow box, like if Edgar did like threaten her or something like I can imagine that would maybe trigger something in in Hannah to be like protective and want to uh, protect Grace. In that OK, moment. so you think she's at a point where it's not as simple as going to Edgar, going to Grace and confessing love and then trying to call off the wedding you feel like because Edgar is maybe a little bit more vicious or Mm -hmm. violent that she needed to go to murder. So nothing financial in this in terms of Hannah's motivation. I don't think so because she had even made mention in this last episode that they have like Getty money or something like that. So they're like loaded and I don't think she's ever been want for money. She's buying bows from the Louvre. So I think she's she's okay. Sure. Um, I feel like maybe, yeah, I... I, that, something about the Valbach, because she mentioned in her mind movie that when Edgar gave her uh, the speech in the Valbach, she, uh, Hannah said, like, oh, that's when I knew that Edgar was really in love with her. But, like, maybe it's the exact opposite. Like, that's when she knew she needed to take action. Okay. Okay. All right. You mentioned Sebastian. What's your Sebastian theory? Yeah. So this is a very interesting one that I got on Reddit, and I went down a rabbit hole on this, which I find very cool. And I, I don't know if there's a lot of strings to pull from this, but I like the concept of the manipulation of a mind movie. I think we know like Sebastian clearly has motive with the way Edgar has treated him from a business standpoint. Um, it, he certainly could have been the one uh, Sebastian that was gaslighting Isabel and maybe changing the pills around. He is one of the characters we know that finds multiple ways to win from his mind movie. But I thought what was most interesting was the concept of if he, he, his mind movie, he was talking about the playing card, right? That is what Edgar took from him when they first met at school. But I would argue, like, we still don't really understand Roxana. And, like, outside of her being a funny prop on Edgar's shoulder, what if Roxana was uh, Sebastian's? When they first met, that was his lizard. And they had, they played this game, and Edgar took the lizard from him. And just to be cruel to him, kept the lizard all this time, whatever. And what Sebastian was really ultimately trying to get back was not a baseball card. He was trying to get back, you know, his lizard that he lost in this in this game of checkers. Or not checkers, excuse me. Connect four. Connect fours, yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting how, like, you can manipulate your mind movie. So he's still telling the truth in his mind movie, but he's just replacing, like, what he lost. And if it was the the lizard and that's what he lost and he was maybe like then running around the house later on trying to find like a replacement lizard because we knew he replaced the card maybe he did have a replacement lizard he was giving and that's not the actual lizard that is dead like they didn't check roxana maybe that's not roxana maybe that's another lizard and sebastian has roxana you know somewhere else I, again, huh. I don't know if there's a lot to that, but I thought that was a very clever concept murder, and idea. Murder over a lizard, Tom? Murder <laughs> over a lizard? Once again, I go to motive. So his motive is... And I don't remember... The lizard was his originally in his mind movie? No, it wasn't. I mean, it was just a playing card. But my, my thought is, like, replace the playing card because he came into that, like, boarding school with a playing oh. card thinking it was the coolest thing ever. Maybe he came into that boarding school thinking his, his lizard was the coolest thing ever. And that's what Edgar took from him. Okay. If that's the motive and the reason with this show, I'm going to be upset because you can... <laughs> 
go on outside and get yourself a new lizard for free, or I'm sure they sell them at pet stores. Uh, I'm I'm against that one. Here's where I'm at, Tom. I like your Hannah. I like your Hannah uh, theory. I think love is a powerful reason to murder someone. Really, it's the only reason to murder someone. It, it Really, we should all be murdering for love all the time. I've always <laughs> been a big proponent. Um, yes. To zag a little bit, here's where I'm at. I think even though your clue came back with not without planning for Funkle, I think there is a um, play here where you have a protective uncle, maybe father of Grace, who understands what's going on and that Edgar is not right for Grace, and so that the uncle does something to the glass, and then Fang is just the vehicle that gets it to him that ultimately Mm -hmm. kills him. So I think there is a case for Funkle, because once again... The only time we see Funkle on his like worldwide tour, the only person that meets with him is Edgar, and we don't know what that conversation's like. We don't know, you know, what the airplane ride or the helicopter ride with Funkle and Edgar is like, where maybe Funkle just discovers Edgar's the worst person in the world and mm-hmm. he's not right for Grace. And um, you know. And then if somehow Fang gets charged with this, then Fang's out of the picture, and Funkel can have Vivian and also his daughter Grace. Those things are there. Mm -hmm. I am also not against Fang doing this from a financial standpoint where, I don't know how to say this, but he might be poisoning Edgar and then also poisoning Funkel, but Funkel has some sort of immunity to this because he's been constantly taking... Dutch babies? um, I don't know. Either Dutch babies or he's done Devil's Trumpet enough time that he's built up an (laughs) immunity to it, uh, much like um, the dreaded Pirate Roberts in The Princess Mm. Bride. Um, (laughs) Inconceivable. But So I'm going to go with Fang uh, or Funkel, even though, I mean... Uh, Vivian is really, I mean, Vivian's hanging out there. There's some stuff I just don't trust about Vivian in terms of uh, who loves who and what. So uh, also Travis and Hannah and uh, Danner and (laughs) Anique and Sebastian, they all might be in on it too. Uh, Who knows? But no, I'm going to rest my, I'm going to rest my hat on Funkel and Fang, um, but if it's Hannah, I won't be surprised. And then if it's Vivian, I can say I got gotcha you because I think Vivian was my original predi- prediction. Mm-hmm. So that's where well, I'm at. Yeah, and the last episode is Zoe and Vivian. The, the last episode is actually pretty quick too. I think when I saw it, it was like only a half an hour long, which we figured this one might be a little bit longer. I feel like there's just so many things that we haven't gotten ties on and there's no way that this 30 minute episode is going to be able to to tell us everything so i mean i like that i like the idea of ulysses and like just this last clue of not without planning kind of put me off a little bit i think we had talked about it being ulysses from fang's episode with like the changing of the glasses but i almost felt like it was just too easy like not that it was easy to pick up because you can you can miss it if you're not clocking it but it just almost seemed 
too clean. But we don't understand. We still don't have the timing about like when he was taking that shower, Ulysses, when he was like Anik's room, like what was going on there. I feel like we had that weird like white chocolate thing and how much the lizard loves it. I feel like there might be something there that gets pulled on. There's just still so many other things that are uh, out in the ether that, you know, once they tell us it like, oh, okay, I could have gone back and seen that. But because they've just done so many of these little Easter eggs and, and things, it's hard to know what we should be paying attention to. But that's what I think is is fun about this season, right. especially th- this one. Yeah, they, they upped their game because they were like, oh, they'll be expecting the same stuff that we got out of season one, so we're going to make it overly complicated. You know, the only thing I'm hoping is that in the end, the culprit isn't climate change, and this has all just been one lesson <laughs> that Hollywood's trying to teach us about not burning rubber tires in our yard, which... Uh, we need to end this podcast soon, Tom, because the tire fire in my yard is getting a little <laughs> bit out of hand, and I need to either go add more tires or use a uh, styrofoam. I like to douse it with styrofoam cups, so uh, Smart. Smart. That, that's the next thing I'm going, or hairspray uh, just directly on the fire, which never seems to work. But Tom, I just want to let you know that I appreciate all of the hard work you've put into this. I know these clues were time consuming and you had to meet Redditors, which, (laughs) you know, sounds like a pleasant experience, but we'll see. Who knows? Um, But uh, I don't know. I've picked four characters, so I'm really (laughs) spreading out. Uh, what my chances of being right are. Pick one right now. Let's just, let's definitively say one of them. Uh, I'm going to go with Funkle. That's, uh, that's my one. I'm going to go with Funkle. I'll go with, I'll go with Sebastian. I don't love it, but I'm going to go with Sebastian. I think it'd be kind of cool if they like tweak his mind movie a bit. And then I think we can both agree it's Hannah, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Together, together we will say Hannah, Hannah, individually. (laughs) Together it's Hannah. Individually, I say Funkle and Tom says Sebastian. And I got to be honest, when we watched the Fallon Alley of season one, and it was who Tom predicted, there was so much anger in my household. <laughs> so uh, no one wants you to be right, Tom. That's all I I don't know if I will be this time around, man. Uh, so we'll see. Tough, I don't feel as confident. All right. Well, once again, thank you all for joining us for this mini episode and if you would please you can reach out to us we are going to have some time between when this is released and when the finale comes out so we'd love to hear your predictions and cases uh, you can reach us at teambingepodcast at gmail.com or tom runs our twitter also once again if you enjoy what we do here please rate and review us at apple podcasts under team binge tom what i miss Yep, Twitter, Instagram, at Team Binge, at Team Binge Podcast. Uh, we also do have merch. You can go to tpublic.com and search for Team Binge. You can get some shirts and all sorts of fun stuff there. So Coincidentally, yeah. Tom, I'm wearing uh, our shirt right now. It's super <laughs> comfortable. I, uh, the best thing about it is it's long enough that I don't have to wear pants. I can Winnie the Pooh it, you know? Brilliant, brilliant. Absolutely, man. But again, been a fun season, and uh, thanks for uh, those that have been following along with us. And uh, one more episode, man. We'll, we'll find it out. Excited for the finale. A lot of people said we weren't going to be able to podcast for as long as we have. And boy... Have they been right? Been wrong. <laughs> oh, oh right. So, uh, all right. <laughs> I have been Julian. And I've been Gumshoe Tom. Adios, everybody. <laughs>